Acts chapter 27 and verse 1, when it was decided that we would sail for Italy, Paul and some other prisoners were handed over to a centurion named Julius who belonged to the imperial regiment. I want to say to you for just a second, I want to just take this guy, this centurion named Julius, and I want to show you something. Here God is ensuring Paul's journey to Rome, and he gives Paul someone to protect him, a human being. Do you realize that God has people set over you in this life? Earthly leaders may surprise you. Some of them aren't even Christian. And they have been divinely appointed by God to watch over you, take care of you, and ensure that you get to where you're supposed to go. How many of you believe that this morning? There are people, I mean earthly human beings, not angels. I know we got angels. But I'm saying there are earthly people, human beings, that God has set to watch over you and ensure your safe arrival. God's human protector of Paul was this centurion uh, named Julius. Centurion means commander of a hundred. So how many men did he have with him? He could have had up to a hundred soldiers with him. I doubt seriously he had that many. He was charged with the responsibility of delivering prisoners that were supposed to appear before Caesar. That was his job. Paul was one of them. Julius, in kindness to Paul, it says in Acts chapter 27 and verse number 3, Julius, in kindness to Paul, allowed him to go to his friends so that they might provide for his needs. Now that's another thing. He singled Paul out when they arrived at this one place and he allowed Paul to go be with friends. Another instance of Julius watching over Paul. It says that Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, unless these men stay with the ship, you cannot be saved. So the soldiers cut the ropes that held the lifeboat and let it fall away. This centurion, appointed by God, I do believe, to help Paul and watch over Paul, listened to Paul every time except one time, which we'll see in our study today. The soldiers planned to kill the prisoners in Acts chapter 27 and verse 43 because they were charged with the responsibility of ensuring that these prisoners arrived safely. And when the ship wrecked, they were going to kill them all. But again, the centurion, he watched over Paul and he saved not only Paul, but all the other soldiers' lives as well. Here's what I want to say to you out of Acts chapter 27, verses 10 and 11. Heed God's warnings. Heed God's warnings. Here it says, So Paul warned them, Men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our own lives also. Now what's he talking about? They're at a point where they've entered a harbor and they want to sail on, but it's getting late in the year. Paul knows something about the storms that come to that part of the world at that time of the year. And he's warning them, this is risky, you shouldn't attempt this. Now, did he know that from God? Maybe, but he also knew it from just the common knowledge that he had of shipping and sailing. This is not a good time to be launching out on a voyage to Rome. And he told them so. But the centurion, instead of listening to Paul, followed the advice of the pilot and the owner of the ship. It was a grain ship. It was shipping grain. And uh, the prisoners were secondary. And this Roman centurion in charge of the lives of all these prisoners, he listened to the pilot, the owner of the ship, who wanted to get that ship on into Rome and deliver his cargo. And he wanted to also get the money from the delivery of those soldiers. He listened to him instead of listening to Paul. That was a mistake, as we shall see. Because the Bible says in 
in Acts 27 verses 14 to 20, before very long, a wind of hurricane force called the Northeaster swept down from the island. The ship was caught by the storm and could not head into the wind, so we gave way to it and were driven along. In other words, they were powerless to direct the ship and the winds and the storm were just pushing the ship along. He goes on to say that days went by when neither sun nor stars appeared. Now, you know back then they navigated by the stars. So their means of navigation was taken away from them. So for days they didn't know where they were or where they were going really. And this hurricane was driving them. How many of you have ever been in a situation where you feel like a hurricane is driving you? You ever been in a storm where it just felt like the powers and forces, not of yourself and and not even of God, were pushing you along? 